With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome back to the Villa View for a match preview. The playoff games are upon us, James. Firstly, just how are you feeling going into this game? Nervous? Um, to be fair, I trotted out the big man <laughs> before and I said I'm not nervous. I kind of am. I, f I think it's more so excitement, to be honest. I feel, yeah. honestly, I feel really privileged that Villa are here because we weren't saying, we weren't going to have this conversation where we yeah. back in February. Who would have thought that Aston Villa would be in the playoffs? And look, we've had to win 10 games in a row just to get here. We've had to go the vast majority of the end part of the season completely unbeaten just to get fifth <laughs> position. So, yeah, massive privilege we're here. We've earned it. We're here. We're ready to fight for a promotion. So let's see what we've got. So just before we go any further, I'd just like to say thanks to the Melting Pot in Birmingham, which is where we are today. It's sort of a co-working space, creative agencies. Creative hub. Albion Villa, obviously big game in yeah, itself, massive. but to be the game that kicks off whether you end up at Wembley or not it's just so much riding on this game it's kind of unbelievable the way it's kind of fallen I mean with Birmingham doing alright before they got that point deduction and, yeah, not bad. and West Brom being up there all season you'd have thought this could be a possibility it would have been a possibility if Villa ended up in the playoffs and here we are with it actually it's actually happening yeah. um, at Villa Park for the first leg at the Hawthorns for the second it's getting, you know again it's exciting it's, it's you know as a neutral what more could you want from the playoffs you've got Leeds and Derby it's a good, it's a good four and, isn't it I think yeah it's proper box office that's blockbuster yeah. that is it's mad um, so Honestly, as a, the, the person who loves football inside of me is absolutely buzzing. I said the way it's falling out, and regardless of the situation, I think the, in, the football lover in me is going to like it. Whether the Villa fans actually happy is that it remains to be seen. What do you think about being home first? Obviously, the advantage is to be away second, is, is what the, the, the league yeah. deemed to be the advantage. What, what's your take on that? Because obviously, the atmosphere oh. that we're going to see at Villa Park on Saturday is massively different to yes. what we'll see when we played the home mm. leg last year because we were going into that already ahead it was very tense on a, on a night game no, then. very nervy whereas yeah. this time it's obviously all to play for yeah. nil-nil from, from minute one well, how is that going to be different? To be honest I was watching the Liverpool match to midweek and they had the away leg second and I was thinking yeah. look it's that, there's no way that they lose this now you felt the atmosphere is right everything is right for them to turn that 3-0 that deficit around and they did because they had the, the home leg second yeah, coming home second and yeah, you're yeah. thinking that's so important but then Tottenham do the reverse the yeah. next night so 
it really doesn't matter but I always think I honestly always think if West Brom are down they've got the they've got the, their home leg second you know so I'm thinking it's all on the cards for that big home leg at the Hawthorns and the second leg's really the one that really matters having, having said that though their atmosphere isn't going to be as good no. as Villa Park's the attendance no. obviously isn't going to be as high our away fans are very good they'll be yeah. very loud there'll be two or three thousand I don't know what the figures are they will sound louder than the numbers suggest so <laughs> Obviously, a home advantage is is bigger than a 2,000 away allocation. But what I mean is, you can't write off how good our away fans are, and then no. they can drag us through that game if it comes to it. Yeah, I think it, look, it's going to be tough either way to play off. It's played over two legs. I think the, the reason I think the second leg is more important because when that final whistle bl is blown, that's the end of it. You know, yeah. when you blow the first the final whistle at this, you know, the, the Villa Park game, it's only half time. You've still got like 90 plus minutes of football to play, so. It is, you know, I'd, I'd much rather be playing the, the home leg second if I'm honest. But it, look, we've seen midweek that it really know, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. We've seen both sides of it, so it can, you know, both narratives are there. Villa can take a big lead into the Hawthorns, but they might not. I, f I think I'd rather be going to Villa Park for the second, but we'll see. So my thinking was, okay, you play, you play at yeah. home first, you try and win two or three nil, and then in the <laughs> second leg, you could, in the second leg, you can sort of coast through. And we've yeah. seen that Barcelona and Ajax do the exact opposite of that, so yeah. that goes out the window. However, having said that. I don't think we'll see a repeat of what Liverpool and Tottenham did. No. If we win 3-0, are Albion going to do that? Is that going to happen for like the well, third you, time you, in a week? You've got to keep it in the back of your mind. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, what will the players be thinking? Because obviously the footballers will have watched football games and have seen how exciting that Champions League was. And now they get their chance in, in, in this game. If we, say if we lose the home leg 2-0, we'll be going to the second leg inspired to, to win anyway. But that thought in your back of mind of, what, we could be like Liverpool, we could be like Tottenham. Yeah, of course. Well, you don't want to talk too much about the Champions League because everyone, everyone's going on about it. But I think in those two matches, you see two different things. You see Liverpool, the game plan working. They stick to their guns all game and it pays off. Even though it's frustration, even though Barcelona are lying down on the pitch, rolling around, even though they're missing the chances they're actually making, the game plan worked in the end. Yeah. They won. The tactics worked perfectly. Whereas Tottenham, it kind of didn't go right tactically. They were 2-0 down at half-time. Yeah. They've come back and it was more so, I hate going on about desire because can you quantify desire? But Tottenham could and it, it turned to three goals. They never gave up. Like 95th minute, I was on the phone to my mate. I put it on, on Twitter, what like I said. And I was having, like, I'm going to have a bet on Ajax for the final. They've got, <laughs> I, I reckon Ajax against Liverpool. I'll take them. And Lucas Moura scores. And they never gave up. And you see on TV, their heads are down. They know in 95th minute what can happen. Yeah. All it was was a toe poke into the corner net hat trick. Game done, game sealed. So these two things can happen. The desire can win out or the game plan can win out. Hopefully for Villa, it's both. I was going to say, what do you think Villa have got more of? Do you think we're tactically better or do you think we've got that, that fighting spirit? See, fighting spirit was really, really good last season, but when it came to push comes to shove, it didn't matter. And tactically, we won't. Good yeah, last year. Exactly. So I think yeah, we had the desire last season, but you know, desire isn't going to stop a through ball cutting, yeah. cutting between a 38-year-old and a 34-year-old. Is it? They're yeah. not going to be able to catch up with it. But I think tactically, I think we've got we sound. Look, the defence has really stepped up. We yeah. we are do, we're doing the right things at the back. We're scoring good goals. We're playing good football. I reckon Villa stick to your guns. Just stay calm. Don't lose your head in the first leg. If you know momentum, because a lot of a lot is said about momentum. But that goes out the window if you, you know, the momentum in the match is more important. And I'd rather Villa control the game and keep pushing in that first half, the first half, first leg of football. Yeah. Well, um, what do you think about obviously lost against Norwich last day of the season? Do you think that will have any impact on on this playoff game? No, because I think we did well against Norwich. Yeah, I, I mean, we were quite unlucky not to score. Andre Green had a good chance. I think Codger had a few. Um, 
if, honestly, when I was watching it, I wasn't too upset about losing. No. A lot of people said it stunts the momentum, but we, we played a lot of players who hadn't played. Courtney Hall has come back into the team. Those, Henry Lansbury. Those players won't play yeah. in, the, in the playoffs either. You know, Codge is not going to start up front. We've got a clean bill of health completely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even James Chester could come back if you want. You could pick anyone yeah, the, apart think, from Norland. Uh, yeah, I think Smith said, didn't he? Everyone mm. would is fit. So, we'll come on to a team selection yeah. shortly because I think it's pretty much a, yeah. a given, give or take, a couple of positions. Um, but yeah, that game it didn't doesn't, affect, doesn't anything. affect anything. Does no, it, I think I mean, if you're saying it affects anything, what what does it what does it affect? You know, losing a kind of friendly game at the end of the yeah. season. Well, Norwich had it all to play for. We we stuck to our guns and we conceded a sloppy chance at the end, but we stood our ground against the champions and can be proud of that. What do you think about? Because um, I saw a quote from Horahan saying about mm. watching Norwich lift yeah. the trophy is like. Giving them a guard of honour, as a footballer, you'd think, oh, I wish that was us. As fans, I was thinking, I wish we were, hope yeah, we're celebrating like that in a couple of weeks. Park, I, wish, I wish we were yeah. seeing us lift the trophy. Do you think that will have any impact on any of the players? Not that they'll be thinking, oh, Norwich were great, like I want to be just like Norwich, <laughs> but because they've just seen somebody, a team had success last mm. week, that they can think we can give what, we, that what Norwich fans just had to, to our lot if we play well here. <sighs> yes, and no, because. Look, it, it doesn't really matter what other teams are doing and whether you want that or, or not, you know. What does it matter that Norwich won? You know, you're not going to win the total this season. Yeah. The only way you can win the total is if you, you, you lose these two, two games coming up and you have another chance <laughs> next season, that's it. Plus, it's a whole different ball game. Um, Glory's kind of insight. You, what, you win two, well, you, we only need to win one game. Well, you draw the other one. And then you're in the yeah, final, and you only need to win yeah. that. You can lose the other game if you lead that 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 high. But I said about starting a second. Now we've lost that game. We can go and start another second run beating run now. Yeah. That you win on Saturday, draw Tuesday, and then win in the final. Easy. But theoretically, you can lose that second leg if the first leg was was good enough. But hopefully, we don't have to think about that. But technically, you can draw in the final and win on penalties. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it just. I think Villa got a lot about him. I really trust him. Can you, can you make it through to the player final by drawing every game? The first leg you could draw, and the second leg goes to penalties as well. Yeah, you draw. You, you, so you don't could. have to win a game. Technically, no. <laughs> like, you just win on penalties. Do we count that as a win? No. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's a lot to like about this team. Dean Smith, you know, yeah. I saw on some some West Brom sites that they think if they go in at half time, that we're going to turn on the crowd. Villa supporters know that they really need to win the home leg. Which is it's kind of true. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind a draw, really. Well, but I prefer to go into two games. I prefer to go into that second leg ahead. There's two games. <laughs> Easily. Yeah, you prefer it, but there's two games. You know what I mean? There's 180 minutes. And that's where the, the advantage of being home second is that I would, if we are behind, I'd obviously rather be coming back to Villa Park. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd rather take that big lead. You know, get it while you can. Yeah. At Villa Park. But he says this is the part I disagree. With. Get at, you know half time equal or level and the supporters will start to vent and turn on their team and I don't think that's true. <laughs> the only way that would happen is if Villa were getting absolutely battered, absolutely yeah. hammered and I don't like think if we Like if case. we, I mean he's saying level though, so the only way that could ever be true is if in the first leg at Villa Park we lose like 6-0 or something and the tie is, level, is categorically, like, categorically over. If we're level in that first leg... Gonna, are you going to be upset with 3-3 three, three at half time or 1-1 one, one, or 2-2? Two, two? Uh, a little bit. But you're not going to be <laughs> screaming no. Smith out. Here's my season ticket. No, I wouldn't be like that. But I would. I'd rather. No one's been vent. No one's going to be venting. No, no, no. But I'd be slightly upset if we were level because the whole leg is. This is our advantage. Just slightly upset and there's like. Oh yeah. Venting. Yeah, true. And venting is just like proper going for it. But this is only one person's opinion, to be fair. Yeah, there's, Gary's there's, let himself down there, to there's, be a, there's a lot of stupid Villa opinions yeah, out there the, as well. Like, we've, we've been part of that. Yeah, I think it's very unfair to go on this West Brom forum and look at a post <laughs> and go, West Brom, they don't know what they're <laughs> yeah. talking about. 
because there's loads of bad filler opinions as well. Yeah. I get, I, they're always in my, my mentions, are nothing but bad opinions in my, my opinion is always right, so, you know. <laughs> what do you make about this game being a local derby as well? Because obviously the playoff game is going to be, and I think their manager said something similar, that they'd be up for it, whoever it was, but yeah. there's that extra edge, isn't there, that it's, that it's Albion Villa as well, that it's a derby game. But it's obviously yeah. not for the, a derby game to the extent of Birmingham and, and Villa or Wolves and West Brom, but still that you know Albion fans, you work with them, you want to get one over on them, there's yeah. that local element to it. Do you think that will make any difference to the players as well? I think West Brom have probably turned up the most in their two games against Villa, if I'm honest. Yeah, like, like we haven't beaten this year. Yeah, and the first one, I mean, you say what you want about the handball, but you can't, even if that's like ruled out, you can't guarantee that West Brom don't go on and score, because they were pretty much, you know, all, mm. all Jay Rodriguez has to do is not use his hand and it still goes in. Well, yeah, if he falls it on it with his it. chest, it yeah. still goes in. Well, it's it's that dirty cheat, yeah, yeah, if you say it, yeah. But regardless, I think... Can't problem, get over that. If there's a game for West Brom to turn up in, it's in a derby match against Aston Villa. Likewise, show the same against us. But Villa have been turning up all... They've been turning up all the time against Rotherham. You know, against Sheffield Wednesday, Villa have been yeah. turning up for games. I think it's more so the benefit of West Brom that this is a derby. If it matters at all. The sacking of Darren Moore. Is that what was the point at that time? So you can sack him at the end of the season. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, would probably agree. Their yeah. fans would agree with that as well. That yeah, you're not going to get much of an advantage to change that at that point. So just get, let him ride because it out at that point. The thing is, they sat the manager and they're in the exact same position that they were. Yeah, they've just stayed. Do you think well, they're any better now? As, as, do you think they're performing better? No. So I'm not going to sit here so. and, and pretend that I've been watching them and I care about them because I don't. I've, I've, I was going to do some <laughs> research. I don't care. I don't want to sit and watch their games. I can't bother. No. I don't have the time to sit through forums and, and go through opinions and try and, and work if, out if they're any good or not because I don't care. I'm just going to switch the camera to manual focus because I've noticed that it keeps dipping in and out, which no it's not up to my standards, James. <laughs> Spielberg. So talk to me about Albion then, let's try and have a look at their, their 11 or what we might mm. think might happen based on Albion forums. Well, um, I've wrote down two Bring it in, let's see the notes. We're not looking at the notes because the notes are, uh, cool. are, Bring are a ramble. Bring the notes but, um, Actually, what one of them said was, they've got to stop the back three shambles because no one... Because no. somebody asked this on the podcast, didn't they, about if Albion persists with the back three that we'll get through them with ease? I think so. I really think so because Bold. no, they said they stopped with a back three shambles, and that was because there's a lack of organisation. No one knows who to mark, and I think Villa thrive in that kind of chaos. Yeah. Now, all it needs is John McGinn to break on a loose ball, Jack Grealish to take a long shot, Tammy Abraham to pick up something in the box and make a chance out of nothing, like it does. You know, if there's no dis if there's no organisation in West Brom's back three, which their fans are saying that is the problem with it, there's no organisation. No one knows their role. If we to ask, if you change to a back four, they're not going to suddenly go, oh, we're, we're organising, we know what we're doing. Yeah, like, because if they've got problems defensively, that doesn't get fixed over the next Formation few days. doesn't fix it as well. Well, you can play a back three or back four. There's not that much difference. Villa play with a back three, even though they line up with a back four, because that midfielder drops in. But there's a strong argument that Albion are the favourites, regardless of what Villa have done. Cause they they've, are. They've, well, you could say that. I don't know. It's if not what the, the odds don't say that. Do they not? No, well, they put us as second favourite to go. Realistically, Villa are the favourites. Arguably. West Brom, because they've got the Premier League squad that have come down from the Premier League. Yeah, but that doesn't really mean anything there. Because we're playing in the Championship. They're not playing that great, are they? No. Just because the players are over no. a certain level. Cut back, cut, cut this bit, Dan. <laughs> stay there. Dan in the future, cut no, this no, bit. No, no, I'm staying here. I'm staying in the moment. Cause we've got a, just because they've got Premier League players, John McGinn is 
came from Scotland who's playing in the Championship Jack Grealish, but he's Premier League player. far better than a lot of players in the Premier League so the status of where they were before is irrelevant to me that's what Dean Smith said if they're not I'm just saying you but if they're not playing that great it doesn't matter where they've been before what they've done before yeah, it's, it's about what's happening right now and if they turn up on the day and are unbelievable fair play to them if, that, if, if, that, if we don't make it to the final because Albion have been excellent over yeah. two legs fair play to them as hard as that will be to take yeah. that's fine if you want to talk about things that have happened and that we shouldn't be thinking about and that we should be you know, ignoring I think you need to look at the last two games Villa have played against Albion because especially the one at Villa Park because the one at Villa Park was just Villa did so well to let Albion have the worst possible chance of scoring yeah. and they scored two mad goals and Villa missed the best chance so I don't mad. know where that comment's come from now that was the game when Horan was booed off, wasn't it? Yeah. About turning on the players and stuff. It was Albion. That's why Gary from the forum is thinking that we'll just turn Gary. on the players. Come on, Gary. You've got to have better informed opinions than one game you played against us. Gary, log off. Get off the forum, log Gary. Off. Come on. But, uh, that's where that's come from. Because we were in disarray, weren't we? At that point, there was people booing the players yeah. and stuff. It looked like, and everyone was saying after that game, and I'll put some clips in now, just end the season now. After that, there isn't really anything to play for, is there, other than pride? Well, pride, exactly, you know, look at the club that you're playing for, we, we can't just give up. It's just, we're just limping along now until the end of the season. We've suddenly caught up on them, they've had bad games, we've had good games. Coming into the, to this playoffs, regardless of what happened at Norwich, we are the form team, because mm. we won 10 in a row, yeah. 10 weeks ago. And that's why I rate them so highly, because, you know, West Brom, last, since the Moors went, they don't really know whether they're coming or going. Yeah. But a manager is meant to be coming in, where is he? Yeah, you know, it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird it's, sell. It's, it's a, you know, you wouldn't like it if it was your club. Where, yeah. where are you going? What's happening? If the if the bloke gets your club <laughs> promoted, does he stay? And then get you relegated next season potentially. Yeah. Because all that good, all I the goodwill that. that. <laughs> but Darren Moore brought in a lot of goodwill. It was actually good to see them last season fight so hard. From, you know, it was like Villa yeah. this season just fighting for no reason, and then we ended up with our goal of getting into the playoffs. Unfortunately, they didn't end up with theirs, but they kept it to the last day. After being terrible the entire season, all that good goodwill was kind of evaporated yeah let's talk about our team yeah I want to talk about our team. Let's, give me that pad let's have a, let's have a look what sure. saying have you, have you written our players down or not no oh no. yeah I have I, no, I let's just go, let's go next let's get give me a pen goalkeeper Jed Steer yeah absolutely obviously so Abs- we'll big Jed big Jed number one big fan England's number one no he's nice <laughs> classy like and what speaks out to me more so it's not really the goalkeeping ability or anything like that it's the fact that he could have come off against Leeds and he, he, was, he was injured, he looked really hurt. Yeah, he yeah. could have come off, fair play, he stayed on, and he was clearly in agony. And he pulls off a massive save. Yeah. You know, Jed Steer, yeah, he's point. a fight summer. And he's been part of the team where we've been good, so <laughs> obviously he plays. Keep him. Right back, for me, one choice. Somebody suggested otherwise on Twitter. Elmer. Okay, there's two options you could go for here. No, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Okay. You're not going to say Twanzabi right back? I'm going to say Twanzabi. Because I think, look, when you talk about James Chester, a lot of people say you can't chuck him back into the team. He's James Chester. I still would. I still would. He's quality though. Where, 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 centre back. Centre back. Yeah. Mings and Chester. Mings, Chester, Twanzabe. But then, it, like, no. Villa don't really lose out. They could do whatever they want. I disagree. I think Elmo has been, and I'm, I wasn't a massive fan of Elmo. I think Elmo has been more important to our, our winning run than most people would so really. are you would you say James you're out yeah. for the season he's not played for ages does he that's true but look when he was injured he was doing alright he wasn't like terrible and like, now he's fit I don't think he's 
as good as he is and as much as I like him, I don't think he's earned the right to just go straight back into the team. Sorry, James. I think. I stuck up for him. It's more. I think it's more important that it's not Twanzabi at right back than it is Chester centre back. If it was, if it was, if it was, no, but if it was Elmo, Chester, Mings, I'd say maybe. I just don't like the idea of putting a centre back at right back. But here's one for you: Twanzabi, defensive midfield. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I not, just want all the boys in the team. Well, that's not. That's that's football, mate. Football is a hard game. Dean Smith said people were going to be upset. In your one of them. I don't want James. Would you really yeah. seriously going to sit there in the playoffs that James Chester's missed so much football and you just chuck him straight back in, starting and yes. moving the, the you, options around? You know what? You say that and you make me sound stupid. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not doing it to wind you up. I'm just saying that this is the <laughs> what I think. I'm writing this team down, right? I don't know why I've decided to do this. But I'm basically going to pick the team where we won ten games in a row, and that's what I want to play. So you're all of a sudden chucking Twanzabi right back and James Chester's coming back in from the cold because he's been injured. That makes no sense to me. You might as well be saying, I'll oh, put Nealon back in goal if he was fit. With the amount of trophies that I've won on Football Manager, oh, I, come on. I know that I'm in the right. No, you're not. Elmo I just right want back. to do something different because every, every Congratulations, week... Congratulations, Elmo. You're in, mate. Every week we choose the same team. True, but we're winning. But this isn't going to be the actual team. No, no, yeah, but this is no, this is. More I'm, so shake, I'm actually shaking. This I'm getting angry. This is more so the team that we think will happen, not what we'd like to do okay. if you're playing. No, okay, Alma, Alma, right back. But you'd want. I don't know. I mean, there probably maybe other people watching that agree with you, but I feel but like no, they've been the minority. I am not being sacrificed here. Twanzebu was class at right back, but I will go with Alma because Alma Hamadi has come a long way. He's class. He's got good delivery. He's an attacking-minded player. And he will defend very well, exceptionally well sometimes. Twan Xavier is a better centre back than he is right back. So you put Mings as the right know, sided centre back? I've wrote it wrong, haven't I? I've written <laughs> it wrong. Can you just don't put that in. <laughs> so you prefer. Twan Xavier is a better centre back than he is right back, yes or no? Yes. Mings, Axel. Twan Xavier is a better centre back than James Chester? No. No? No. Really? For the way we play, I think Twan Xavier is much more suited that, than Chester is. I can. I'll dig out the graph. James Chester's the best. best. Dig out the graph. Yeah, I'll dig out the graph. I found. I found it somewhere, but I'm not going to be able to find it now. But honestly, I take James. You know, it's. I'm so gutted that we've got so many good centre backs. I mean, at one point we couldn't, couldn't find a centre back from anywhere, and we'd be talking about Yedinak chucking in there. So the yeah. fact we've got options is good. But for me, that is Mings and Twanzebe class. And the left back. Taylor. Neil Taylor, absolutely. Yes, I love him, man. And if like, you said Hawes, then we'd be uh, falling out. Like people hated him. Like it was only like three months ago, people were, were giving him like crap on his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, now, I remember that. You know, yeah. Now, like, go back and say happy birthday to him. I didn't. Make well, him I feel thought good. you were saying that to me. Though. I didn't say anything <laughs> bad about him. I've always not rated him, but I've always thought he was not worth having a go at. No, Haw he's not been that bad. Hawes came in and played left back, and he was good there. But then Taylor gets back in, and you don't swap it out again now, do you? Taylor is, is out in that spot. So back four, Elmo, Mings, Twanzabi, Taylor. Yeah. Also, by the way, if you're talking about changing that, this option, I'd be putting Hawes at centre-back over Chester. You're just like trying to throw spanners into the work. Yedinak's been good as well. Do you want Yedinak back in? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. As good as he's been, he's not playing centre-back in the playoff final. Or the playoff playoff semi-final, we're not there yet. Uh, so midfield. Midfield. Horahan. No, really? Yeah, I'm taking wow. Horahan. And do you know the reason I'm taking Horahan? Okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put Horahan slash Whelan because we're not going to agree here. So you're not going to do Almo slash Twanzebi, but you're going to do Horahan? No, because that's Come not on. for debate. Because okay. that's, that's just, that's never been done before, is my questioning. This has happened a lot, Horahan for Whelan. That's okay. been the two that swapped. Okay. 
So I did a poll on Twitter about this yesterday. And Whelan was the majority, but only just. 560 votes and 55% went Whelan. I'll take it. It's, 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 uh, it's as split as it's going to be. Yeah, out of all the options, if that was ended up 50-50, I'd say yes. Like If either of those pop up on the team sheet, I won't go, oh no, I can't yeah. believe that's who it is. There's, there's valid reasons for both. The reason I say Hurrahan is because, look, when Villa need a goal, they've got a free kick. Yeah, set piece is option. Want, you really want Hurrahan on the pitch. As good as Grealish and McGinn are taking them, you know, you really want Hurrahan there. So my thinking is that this Whelan played a lot during the run of fixtures mm. when we were winning games. Yes. So you keep that midfield that worked well because it allows McGinn and Jack to play a little bit more creatively knowing that Whelan is absolutely going to be behind you at all times. Mm. <coughs> yeah. However, I feel like Horahan is a good option to switch to because a lot of people said Horahan at home, take it to Albion, score goals and then you play Whelan in the away leg and you need to yeah, solidify it. I almost feel like the opposite. Play the game, play the team that has been playing well and see if you can win anyway. And then if you yeah. need to rely on bringing Horahan in for the second leg, for a cagey set piece in the 90th minute that he plays in the second leg instead. But again, either or, if, if whatever happened in those midfield two, I wouldn't be concerned yeah. either way that like, I can't believe it's the other one. If Whelan's in, I'm not going to be good. If Horahan's in, I'm not going to be good because they've got, both got such valid claims to that spot. But the other two, McGinn and Super Jack. No question. No brainers, Jack captain. Get that C on there. He's mad. <laughs> McGinn, he's John McGinn, man. Jack Grealish. Missed that Norwich game to make sure he wasn't suspended, so obviously he comes straight back in. Absolute talisman and, and somebody that, if we're going to progress to Wembley and, and hopefully to the Premier League, we need 10 out of 10 John McGinn. If there's three people on that pitch, you can absolutely change the game in a second. It's that Horahan, McGinn, Grealish midfield, Horahan for a free kick, Grealish for doing some mad dribbles, and McGinn from just being at all our boys and running, running straight. Uh, That's why I'd go for Horahan, McGinn and Jack. I mean, when we were doing the previews back earlier in the season, we were saying, oh, that midfield three, McGinn, Horahan and Jack, how good would that be? I hope we start playing that. Then we suddenly yeah. aged 10 years backwards and became an unbelievable player and has been so good that I feel like he's been a big part of the reason, like Elmer. This is why we've got to the playoffs that he mm. deserves to, to go in there for me. Take black, yeah. So the other contentious choice will come on to last, actually. So on the left, Al Ghazi, no question. 100%. No question. He's uh, back for the playoffs through the red card that was overturned at Leeds. We won't go into it, obviously, rightly so. Um, so he's down the left, up front, big Tammy Abraham. Big Tammy, yeah. Goals. Uh, missed a few games through injury, but I would imagine he's probably been fit for a maybe a game or two and they were just not playing him because for, for resting him so he comes back in 25 goals hopefully ends the season on what 30 <laughs> optimistic 20, 26 27 I, I expect a couple of goals out of it if we play three he's games he's getting one yeah 100% uh, and then the right so the other options for me was between Adoma and Andre Green however I did get a tweet saying what about Jonathan Codger but I almost wrote that off no, just because like, I assumed for me it was between those two. And Codger's more left-sided. Like you'd be between our guards yeah, I mean, and Codger. He could do a job on the right if he yeah, had to, if, if we needed him. If he had to, like Andre Green's that to be forced yeah, onto the yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, have you seen these votes, by the way? I saw them not four hours but you ago. Haven't seen and them. I'm yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what would your choice be there? Okay. For me, it's very similar to Horahan and Whelan that they both have a lot to offer. I'm going to go Andre Green, so, not because he is the first name there that he should go there it's because he's dynamic and explosive if Horahan can change the game with a free kick 
and all Andre Green needs is a clean break and he could yeah. probably do the same. He's come so close to scoring over the last few weeks. I think the Domas are really safe bet as well. I wouldn't be upset if I saw either of them there. Yeah. They both work hard. They both should have had more goals this season. They've both been unlucky, but I think Andre Green is the more explosive and dynamic player. Yeah, and the poll agrees with you there. Twitter. 65% went Tony. for Andre Green with 665 votes. Um, few replies, somebody said, Drew Walsh, you could possibly add Kodja to the right wing. I said, I agree, but I just wanted it to be a 50-50 in the poll to make it easier. Yeah. Uh, he said, but he said, Albert gets a slight nod for me between all three. His work rate is better than the other two. Yeah, no, I think it's fair. I think you could easily, you, again, like Horahan and Whelan, you can make a solid case for either of them. I think Jack really said that this year feels different to last year. There's obviously going to be a possible aspect that last year's defeat comes into yeah. this year's playoffs, but it's whether you as a player take the mentality of, oh, I'm so nervous because of what happened last year, what if we do it again? Or you go, I'm going to make everything possible that, that we don't go through that again. Yeah, that's up to the player to decide how they affect the game because of it. I'm looking at that team and I think that is, for the first leg at the very least, that's what could more project for. I think the only way you change it is the two, Horahan or Whelan, Green or Adoma. The rest, I think, is pretty much nailed on. Yeah, I think Apart you know. From a wild shout for Twanzavi right back. <laughs> if you look, you know, I mean, you look at like how the match develops. You might put Keenan, you might take off someone and put Keenan Davis up front. You know, yeah. you could, you, a lot might happen in the actual game. But if we go into it and we think we want Villa to do well, we start the team that we think will do best. Clearly, yeah. we start on a strong foot because we have to. And I also feel like under Smith that he'll know how to react to the game. He's been good during games for his substitutions. I think there was a stat that we've scored more goals than anyone from substitutions this season or something like 15 off goals the off the bench Marlon like still. he will know how to manage the game in those aspects that if we need to change something up there will have been things they've worked on as various options to, to play in either game so yeah I'm really it's, happy it's yeah. a good team isn't it I think it's a, it's a strong team and it's obviously been good enough to get us to where we are now and hopefully they can go a couple further happy with it I think Villa got such a strong team I mean you might look at baggies and say Premier League players Really rate Villa. Oh, look These this, players, right. Almo's been in the Premier League, Mings has been in the Premier League. And not sure about if you if you change it up right, you'd say Mings is Premier League quality. Yeah. Could do a if job. you put a P next to put okay, P. Yeah. P for Premier League quality. Almo has been playing in the Premier League, so well, he's, he's, he's clearly Premier League. No, <laughs> let's take off our Villa spectacles, as Dan said in the podcast. Okay. Twanzabi Premier League quality. Is good enough to play Premier League. Taylor could Let, do a job for a, a lower. It's a question for both of them. Yeah. yeah. Horahan. Again, some people will say yes, some people will say he's not even good enough for Villa. I think it's 50-50 on both of them. Whelan's too old. But he's class though, he doesn't even look He's a good player, but he's too old. No, I mean, people no, say, look at his age, he's, he's that, but he, he plays like he's like 20. Yeah, I know, but if we're talking, prim- I mean, it depends what you rate as Premier League yeah. quality, because you don't have to be that good to get into the bottom half of the Premier League, to be fair. I'm talking about top 10, like a good top, Premier League club. Count them all, that all count. Whelan, no. McGinn, 100%. Jack, 100%. Tammy, 100%. El Ghazi, yeah, probably. Green. Green. He will be. Yeah, I think he will be. Potential for that. But I will say, you could replace Huddersfield's entire team with that. Do you think and it's stale? Yeah. You reckon? If, if Dean Smith was the major, I reckon, at the very least, you'd finish 17th. You th- yeah, you think that team, as it is now, with no addition, is good enough to yeah. stay in the Premier League? I think so. Look, so I, I mean, would disagree to if they perform to the standards yeah, they've done they could, A few quality, sound, correct additions. That's a solid team. You, yeah. That's a perfect foundation to build off. I'd like to keep that 
as similar as possible with a, f a few upgrades that we won't name until we're obviously in a pit <laughs> promoted. But yeah, a few upgrades, ahead of ourselves. <laughs> a few upgrades, and it's, it's class. That's a Premier League team. So if you want to argue about Albion being a Premier League team, I think most of Villa are as well. On the other hand, to bring it down a level, because we're getting very much ahead of ourselves, a lot of this team won't be here if we don't get promoted this year. And I mean, look, we fought that last season. We got true. an extra chance yeah, with many true. of these players. And also the players that we replaced are probably better than the ones that were here yeah. last year anyway. I mean, you'd Tammy really want Snodgrass, I think. Yeah, I think if you were looking at last year, you'd have Snodgrass on the right and Johnson in goal. I don't know. I don't know if I'd take Johnson over there, honestly. Oh, but I think he was better yeah. than you probably remember. I mean, he's behind. He's, he's got West Brom's defence, and they've been conceding a lot. They're, they're fairly. They're all right. I mean, they're not bad players, yeah. but he's been facing a lot of shots. So I don't know. Jed Steer's come a long way. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying that as a oh, I hate Andre Green and Jed Steer. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you were comparing last year's and doing like a mixed eleven, I think the majority of this year's team is better than last yeah. year's. I think the problem is a lot of people. There's a lot of pressure on Villa, and that's coming from the fans who think, look, we're losing Grealish, we're losing all these players. We're not losing the club. And that, yeah. was, that was the situation we actually faced last season. Can we get a score prediction to end? Because this has probably been the longest preview we've ever it's done. Been good, it's been good, been though. Good. It's been good fun. Better say it's been good. 3-1 um, <laughs> to Aston Villa. Okay. I think that's realistic as well. I'm going to give two predictions, but only one of them is going to make it into the video. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Bear with me. So I think 2-0 Villa. I think we'll win because we're at home. We have yeah. to win. The advantage is for Albion to be at home second leg. We have to go into that head, I think. We don't have to, because if we go behind, I still believe in, in the boys yeah. to, to pull something out and, and do something, because the, the belief just seems sky high. But I, I really want to be going to that second leg ahead and being able to relax a little bit to, to an extent, as much as you can relax in a derby game, play off second leg. <laughs> <laughs> my, second, my second prediction is only ever going to come out if it happens, right? <laughs> but I just wanted to say it so there's some proof because I've said this a few times and there's been no proof of it. I've got a, a sneaky feeling. What's important to say is I've had fun this season. If it is to be the end, I've had yeah, fun. Well, yeah, because potentially this could be yeah. the, the last preview of the season if things go terribly because there won't be a preview for the second leg because it's just tired, we're not yeah. going to make a video about Albion again. <laughs> yeah. We've exhausted our knowledge of them already. So I think what the plan for content is is there'll be fan cams on Saturday, so outside the whole end like usual hopefully we'll be there to talk about a massive three not three points but six nil yeah some massive score line for Villa is what we want um, so fan cams will be up on the day me and Dan are going to record like a post-match reaction type preview video also on Saturday uh, that'll be out probably Sunday or Monday so that'll act as like a review yeah. of what we've just saw and how that affects the second leg rather than a sit-down preview we'll just do something at Villa Park uh, there'll be a podcast next week. I think that's being done on Wednesday. So by the time podcast comes around, we'll could know. Could be the season review. It could be a season review or it could there. be a, a preview for Wembley. All being well, there'll be a match preview for the playoff final, which sounds crazy at some point in the next couple of weeks. It's also the FBA is tonight. And we're up for a winning? couple of awards. Mm -hmm. It's at like seven, I think. So we, as of, as of right now, we don't know whether we've won. Don't think we will, but if we do, if we do, thank you very much. If we didn't, didn't want to win either. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Thank you for watching this video. Get involved with your comments down below. Twanzai will be right back. Big talking point. Get on that if you want to. Yeah, thanks for watching. Subscribe to the channel, all that usual stuff. This has been audio as well, so leave some iTunes reviews if you want. Up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.